Well, hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast. We're all be coming to you every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Every week, I'll bring you encouragement to see God working all things together for good. From scriptures to devotional excerpts to song lyrics to personal examples from my journey through redemption and restoration. Joining this community on a regular basis, where it's okay to be real and throw off our masks of perfection, will not only encourage you, but will motivate and stir your hearts and just possibly leave you forever changed. In times like this, we all need to be encouraged as we face the challenges, difficulties, and losses of this life. So I look forward to growing right along with you in authenticity and transparency as we endeavor to find the faithfulness of God in our everyday lives. So take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more people are able to find the encouragement you're about to hear. Each episode is broadcast on my YouTube channel before it's converted and brought to you in this audio format. If you'd like to get in on the fun and giveaways at my YouTube home, join me over there at Athena Dean Holtz for even more encouragement. So, hey, let's get started. Well, hey, everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here, and welcome to the Redeemed and Restored podcast, where we connect every Friday so that together we can intentionally discover the faithfulness of God. So today's episode of Redeemed and Restored is entitled, Do Everything Without What? You know, sometimes I feel like a real hypocrite. I can do my hour of quiet time in the morning, seeing all manner of wonder in the scriptures that encourages others as I share it. Sit and take in the beauty of the water and the mountain and all of God's creation that surrounds me. And then before you know it, I am complaining to my husband about the noisy kids on the dock by our boat. He is a much deeper thinker than I am, and he watches as the children play and try and catch their dinner in a crab pot and considers the kind of life they have and how different it is from our privileged childhoods. I am so grateful to have the opportunity in our relationship for iron to sharpen iron in a way that lovingly points the other to his truth. So I filmed the intro for the video in the kitchen after returning from my days away on the boat for the third week in a row. And I had been joining the Carol Kent Speak Up Conference from my kitchen last week. So back to our recent boat trip, you know, considering the topic of today's episode, I find it almost comical that we live in such a gorgeous part of the country where the mountain towers over the bay and cool winds blow as we relax on the water to realize we spend at least half the year complaining about the rain and not being able to go down to the boat when we should be grateful for whatever time we do have in this beauty. So hey, take a moment to write a review on Apple so even more folks can find this podcast and be encouraged. Or you may even know someone who needs to hear the message, so please share the link with others. 
You may even want to visit my YouTube channel to see the video version of the podcast and connect with the conversations happening over there. So just type into your browser redeemedandrestored.tv and you'll find the video broadcast there. So hey, let's get started. Hey everyone, Athena Dean Holtz here with this week's edition of Redeemed and Restored. I'm coming to you again this week with thoughts on truth, the Christian life, and God's incredible faithfulness. The title of today's episode is Do Everything Without What? Do you ever have those days where all you can see is what is wrong? And that's all you can think and talk about is what you're having to deal with? I've had a few weeks of that recently where I just keep uncovering more and more issues that need to be resolved in our home office. You'd think I prayed for patience or something, but then I think about it and have a change of heart. If I didn't see what was wrong, then I wouldn't be able to address it and with God's help, solve it. It's when I have blind spots or I just don't recognize a problem that is oftentimes clear to everyone but me, that's when I've got a problem, as it won't change until I see it and recognize it and ask God to help me make it right. But isn't that true with our own lives? Unless we see our sin, it's impossible to repent of it and get back into fellowship with God. So it really is a good thing for us to see when things are wrong. But we have a choice to make with how we will respond to what we see. So here's what the scripture says. So then, my dear friends, just as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now even more in my absence, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who is working in you, enabling you both to desire and to work out his good purpose. Do everything without grumbling and arguing so that you may be blameless and pure children of God who are faultless in a crooked and perverted generation among whom you shine like stars in the world. Hold firmly to the message of life. That's Philippians 2, 12 through 16a. So do everything like that means all things, everything, not just some things or most things. In the King James, it says murmuring and grudging instead of grumbling and arguing. So when I went to drill down on the Greek root words in the scripture that I found in the Blue Letter Bible, I saw murmuring, a secret displeasure not openly avowed. Strong's defined it as a grumbling. The Blue Letter Bible said grudging, disputing, and deliberating, questioning about what is true, hesitation, doubting, moral, intellectual rebellion against God. Did you get that? Disputing and doubting God's truth, making excuses for ourselves in our minds so we can just keep going in the direction we've been going. Grumbling, feeling sorry for ourselves, 
chewing out the person who created the problems. That's what I was doing as I kept finding more and more problems that needed to be solved. So I just got frustrated and angry about it rather than thanking God that I could see it and address it. So I want to read from a super convicting book that I recently read by Jerry Bridges, and it's called Respectable Sins. In the chapter on anxiety and frustration, here's what he said. Closely akin to anxiety or worry is the sin of frustration. Whereas anxiety involves fear, frustration usually involves being upset or even angry at whatever or whoever is blocking our plans. I might have an important document to print for my computer, but the printer will only produce gobbledygook. Instead of believing that God is actually sovereignly in control over the actions of my computer and that he has a good reason for allowing it to act up, I get frustrated. Actually, this type of reaction has its roots in my ungodliness at the moment. For at that time, I'm living as though God is not involved in my life or my circumstances. I fail to recognize the invisible hand of God behind whatever is triggering my frustration. In the heat of the moment, I tend not to think about God at all. Instead, I focus entirely on the immediate cause of my frustration. The passage of scripture that has greatly helped me deal with frustration is Psalm 139.16, which says, All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be, NIV. Days ordained for me refers not only to the length of my life, but to all the events and circumstances of each day of my life. This is a tremendously encouraging and comforting thought. So when something happens that tends to frustrate me, I actually quote Psalm 139.16 to myself and then say to God, this circumstance is part of your plan for my life today. Help me to respond in faith and in a God-honoring way to your providential will. And then please give me the wisdom to know how to address the situation that tends to cause the frustration. Note what resources I have brought to bear on the circumstance that tends to frustrate me. Specific, applicable scripture and dependence on the Holy Spirit expressed through prayer to enable me to respond in a godly manner. And then I pray for practical wisdom to know how to deal with the situation. After all, in my illustration about the computer printer, the important document does eventually need to be printed. It is also beneficial to ask God if there's something I need to learn or if there's something I need to be attentive to. Sometimes God uses events that tempt us toward frustration to get our attention or even to push us further in an area we need to grow in. In any case, there are no events in our lives that do not ultimately come to us from the invisible hand of God, 
even though they come through some visible cause. Let me repeat, however, what I have said or implied throughout this chapter. Both anxiety and frustration are sins. They are not to be taken lightly or brushed off as common reactions we have to difficult events in a fallen world. Can you picture Jesus ever being anxious or frustrated? And whatever in our lives is not like Jesus is sin. Again, that quote is from the book Respectable Sins by Jerry Bridges. This is so cool. I love how this author quotes scripture to himself. A perfect example of walking out David's declaration in Psalm 119.11. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So how are you doing with getting frustrated and grumbling? Do you struggle with it like I do sometimes? I say we admit our struggles to one another, pray for each other so that we might be healed. He loves to answer those kind of prayers. So, hey, thanks for joining me today. I'd sure appreciate it if you would like, follow, share, comment on the episode. My name is Athena Dean Holtz, and this is Redeemed and Restored. So thanks for joining us today on the Redeemed and Restored podcast, brought to you by Athena Dean Holtz and the Romans 828 Bookstore, a division of Redemption Press. I'd love to have you review and share this podcast with friends, family, and others who could use the encouragement. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel at Athena Dean Holtz for more tips and tools to help you find the faithfulness of God. So thanks for joining us today. See you next week for another episode of Redeemed and Restored.